Welcome to New Community Church Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to hear today's message. We are encouraged to hear how God is using this ministry to touch lives. If you have a story to share or a prayer request for our prayer team, please email us at connect at newcommunity.co. Now please prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Well, good morning, church. I am so excited to see each and every one of you here for celebration service. And if you're our guest here this morning, maybe... uh, a friend or a family member has invited you, we want to extend a special welcome to you and say thanks for joining with us. I want to start by just introducing myself. My name is Aaron, and I am the lead pastor here at NCC, and, and we're so glad that you're joining with us. Just as you've seen, we've been celebrating through water baptism and the life transformation that Jesus makes inside of our life, the difference that he makes inside of us. And I loved it because Dave Skeet, if you guys saw that, had the opportunity to baptize his two sons, Ethan and Owen. And I I love it because it's not just the church um, doing our part, but it's parents understanding, hey, that they're the disciple um, makers in their house. They're the spiritual leaders in their homes. And so I love that Dave had the opportunity to do that. And we're going to continue celebrating this morning that the spiritual leadership that God has placed in our homes through child dedication. And so we have um, a number of children and babies that are being dedicated this morning. I'm going to call them out and If you would like to start to make your way forward, as soon as I call them families, you can bring your children and your babies forward. The first is Kennedy Lynn Broughton. (laughs) Next up is Brantley Elwell. And Braxton Elwell. You guys want to make your way forward. And if you have friends or family, they can join you guys. You guys can... Stand right up here in front of the stage this morning. Guys, these are some beautiful babies, aren't they? The Word of God says in Psalms chapter 127 that children are a blessing from the Lord. And I truly believe that. We have that heart as a church that God has blessed us. And so what we're doing here today, the dedication that's happening. Some of these guys are shy to be up here. What we're doing today, this dedication is we're presenting these kids to the Lord. That even at this young age, even as young babies right here, that God's blessing would be upon them. That God's hand would be in their life. That as they grow up, just what the word of God says about Jesus, that they would grow in favor with God. They would grow in favor with people around them and grow in wisdom. And we're believing that for each of these kids up here. And so we're going to pray that over them. But the dedication this morning isn't only for these beautiful kids that are here, but it's also for the parents. And the word of God says in Deuteronomy, it tells us this when God is speaking to his people. This is what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 6. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. These words that I command you today shall be on your heart. And listen to this. You shall teach them to your children. You shall talk of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way, when you lie down, when you rise up. And that's what God's instructing you guys as parents today, that everything that you do with these kids, that you would be that example of God in their life. That when you're eating dinner with them, when you're tucking them into bed at night, when you're praying over them, that you would, you would speak life, the life of God over them. And so this is a dedication of parents as well as these children that you're committing and saying, you know what, I'm going to do things in my house to help raise these kids up. And so parents, I want to encourage you, Travis and Sarah, I want to encourage you guys to pray over your kids. 
And every night, they're not too young to start praying for their future, for what God has for them. Willie and Chaka, that you guys would begin to speak the word of God over her life. Just God's power over her. Begin to get that in her, even at a young age. And you may think, hey, she's too young to understand, but God's word can be that foundation in her life. And then I want to challenge all of you guys that you would set that example. That in your life, in your speech, in your conduct, in the way that you live, that you would be an example of what it means to be a godly man, to be a godly woman, that your kids would grow up knowing that in their own house. And we're believing that. So church, we're going to pray over these families today. I'm going to ask if you would just extend your hands as we pray together this morning. And let's ask God's blessing over these kids and over these parents this morning. God, I thank you so much, Lord, for these beautiful children you've placed in our church, God. And this morning, I'm just asking, Lord, for your hand to be upon them, God. I speak blessing. I speak health, God. I speak your protection over these young lives that, Lord, even as they're starting off, God, even as they're just entering into life, God, that your hand, God, would touch them, that you would protect them. God, watch over them, be safety in their life. And as they grow up, God, let them grow up knowing you, loving you, Lord. God, I pray that over Willie and Shaka. God, I pray that over Travis and Sarah. God, that as parents, that they would be that example, Lord, that they would speak words of life, God, that, Lord, they would encourage and they would pray over their children, Lord, and your hand of blessing would be upon them, God. Lord, help us as a church to wrap around these families, Lord, to love them and to support them, God, that they could grow in their relationship with you, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Church, can we put our hands together? Don't go anywhere yet. We have some gifts for you guys. Um, we have a Bible, and so we want to be one of the first to present these beautiful kids with Bibles. And also in there, we have an education gift certificate. And so we give that to every kids that are dedicated. We want to be the, one of the first to um, give into their college education, so you can take that as well. We believe in the next generation. We believe into, into pouring into them, and so we are excited for that today. And we're not only celebrating new life with these kids, but we're celebrating spiritual growth that happens. The change that God makes in each and every one of our hearts. And one of the ways that we do that here at NCC is through Connect Classes. Connect Classes happen um, the first and second Sunday of every month during the 11 o'clock service. And this is a chance where we invite people. If you come to NCC, we invite you to participate in these classes. And it's just a chance to find out where God is directing us as a church but also how you grow. We want you to understand where you're at in your relationship with God and how you continue to move forward. We don't want you to get stuck in your relationship with God or, or to kind of stall in your spiritual journey. We want you to move forward. And so Connect Class is a way that we do that, but it's not only about your spiritual growth, it's about how God has gifted you. And it's about how you are uniquely designed to serve others and to use what God has placed in your life to minister to others. And so we do that as well in the class. We help you understand how God has gifted you and how you can use that to serve others. And we have a number of people that have completed Connect class over the past few months. And we want to celebrate them. Their names are up there on the screen. They're here in service with us this morning. Can you put your hands together for them? And this is just a group of people that have taken that next step and said, hey, I want to continue to grow. I want to go in deeper and connect here at New Community Church. And so as you see them, you can congratulate them. And for everyone that has done that, you've completed Connect class over the past few um, months. We have a special gift for you. It's back at the Information Center. So I want to encourage you before you leave today, make sure you stop and you grab one of these gifts. We just want to encourage you to keep growing 
keep serving and using what God has placed in your life to minister to others. We're excited for you. Also, every week we have some amazing people that help ministry happen here, not just on a Sunday morning, but throughout the week. And we want to take this service and we want to just highlight and celebrate some of those that serve. Um, I wish we could call everyone forward and um, award each one of you guys, but we just have a few that we want to highlight this morning. And first, I want to just um, ask Belinda Cox if she would make her way to the front. You guys can put your hands together. Belinda is an amazing woman, and you guys probably see her every week. Um, as you come in, she helps us on the welcome team um, in a number of different ways. She also helps us on the usher team, and recently she's stepped up in second service to kind of help coordinate that and to lead the team. And Belinda, I just want you to know what a blessing you are to our church. Man, your, your heart, your attitude, just your desire to serve, to give of yourself, no matter what's going on in your life. You always come into this place with a smiling face, and you present the love of Jesus to people that need to see it every Sunday. And we love you so much. I just want you to know that. Thank you. Next, I want to celebrate Bill Lee. And so, Bill, if you're, are you there? There you are. Scanning the audience for you. Bill is a part of our welcome team, and once again, every week when you come in, you probably see this smiling face. Um, a few weeks ago when it was pouring down rain, Bill is the guy that's running out there with the umbrellas and serving you guys. And Bill, I just want you to know, man, what a blessing you are to our church. You give of yourself, you sacrifice, you're willing to go above and beyond what we ask to make it a great experience for everyone that comes into this place, and we love you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. And a couple that I would like to celebrate is Peter and Isabel Romero. You guys would come forward. Peter and Isabel serve um, in a number of different ways. They serve on our welcome team. They serve in new youth culture, um, helping out in the student ministry, and also on the new kids team. And Peter and Isabel, you guys have just been coming for a short amount of time, but you have blown us away just with your heart to serve. And you jumped right in. You didn't wait. You didn't say, hey, I'm going to be here six months or a year. You just jumped right in with an attitude of serving. And man, I love that. It, it sets the example. It helps spiritually to kind of set that pace for other people that are looking how they can engage. And you guys are willing just to open up your home and give of your lives. And we cannot say thank you enough for the blessing that you are for NCC and for everyone that comes here. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Well, we love you. Thanks, you guys. Yep. And we love that. Everyone that has the opportunity to use your gifts, to use what God has placed in your life and just serve other people, that's, it's such a blessing. You're not only coming to the church because you're receiving something, but you realize God has called you to give and to use what he's placed in your life to minister to others. And if you're here and you're saying, hey, I'm not connected on a team, we would love to help you um, get connected. And you can, once again, stop by the Information Center and we can help you find your gift and help you get plugged in. And this morning, this is what Celebration Service is all about. It's this heart of God making people and places new. It's the vision of our church, what God has called us to do. And I want to take a moment and just talk about that, talk about what God does to do that in our life, to change us, to transform us, and to make us new. 
And so if you have your Bibles, we're going to look at a passage of Scripture this morning. If you have your Bibles, you can open up to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. If you don't have a Bible, that's okay. There's a Bible in the seat in front of you, and you can take that out. You can open it up to page 562. Once you have that open, I want you to hold on to that for just a moment. In this book, there's a Christian writer. His name is Paul. He wrote a large part of the New Testament. And Paul is writing to a church in Corinth, and he's encouraging these people that are trying to follow after Christ, some that are just starting, some that have been doing it for a little bit. He's encouraging them in their walk with God. Now, the church there in Corinth, they were like us. They're not perfect people. They don't have it all figured out. They don't have it all together. They're struggling in some areas in their relationship with God, but they're wanting to continue to grow. And in this, we find this powerful verse that Paul writes, and this is what he says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. I want us to read just this one verse. This is what he says. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. What is Paul reminding the church of there? What's the spiritual truth he's wanting to convey in that moment? He's reminding the church that as they're walking after Christ, as they're asking questions of what it means to be a Christian, he wants to remind them, you know what? Christ has changed you. He's the difference maker in your life. That whenever you come and you present yourself to him, he does something amazing. He takes your old life and he removes that from you and he gives you something new. He gives you a brand new start. It doesn't matter what your past has been like. Paul reminds him of that. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Man, that's a powerful truth. It's a powerful reminder of what Christ does in our life. He changes us and he makes us new. And there's something exciting about getting something new, isn't there? I mean, if you've ever gotten a new car or you've bought a new house or even sometimes new clothes or anything like that, it brings that certain level of excitement in our life. I can remember, and as I was reading this verse, I was remembering a time in my life. My brother and I were about four and five years old. And we own this property. We live kind of um, out on the edge of a town there in Oklahoma, um, in Bristol, Oklahoma, is where we lived at at that time. And I can remember we came home, I think it was when we came home from school one day, and out in our driveway in the area there, there was a brand new Hot Wheels tricycle. How many of you guys remember these things, right? Like that's all I wanted as a kid was one of these Hot Wheel tricycles, and it was this cool little tricycle. I mean, it had the flames going down the side, and it had the Hot Wheels logo on the back. And me and my brother, we were so excited. We didn't get a lot of new stuff, and there was such excitement in our heart whenever we saw that. And we run into, we run into the house there, and we're like, Mom and Dad, is that for us? And they're like, yeah, we got that for you. And so we go outside, and we're taking turns riding it. Like, you know, I'm running behind him. He's riding it. Also at that time, we had an uncle that lived with us. His name was Uncle Ruben, and I just want you to picture this. Uncle Ruben was this big Mexican guy, about 6'3", and probably pushing 325 pounds. And Uncle Ruben didn't want to miss out on the excitement. He's like, Michael and Aaron, let me ride that tricycle. <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about, man? You're, you're a grown adult, and, and you can't ride this. And he keeps on, and he keeps on, and pretty soon he persists. And we see this, just this massive uncle of ours try to sit down on this Hot Wheel tricycle. And you can imagine what happened. I mean, it was those hard plastic wheels, but they just cracked. 
they just like shattered, right? Right there in front of us. And in the seat, it busts backwards like it's broken. Like he is not fitting in this small tricycle, right? And then we're crying, man, this new thing that we had, all of a sudden it's destroyed and it's gone. And, and we run inside and we're crying and we're frustrated um, that, that our uncle just broke this. The sad part of the story is we didn't get another one. He didn't end up buying us another one. But, but there was something, don't focus on the bad part, there was, there was something exciting there, right? Even if it was just for a few moments that we had, we had something new. My parents had gotten us something, and there was that excitement. And, and so many times we have that in our life, that, that we've gotten something new. And that's what Jesus has done for each and every one of us. Whether you realize it or not, whether you've come to accept it or not, maybe you're just starting to come to church, but Jesus has done that in your life. He, he's given you something, a gift, a free gift in your life to take away whatever has been there in the past, whatever has taken place in, behind you in your life, and, and he's restored you, and he's giving you something new. He's giving you a brand new life. You may be here this morning and saying, Aaron, but you don't really know what I've gone through. You don't know what my past is like. You know, maybe you've come for a few weeks and you've heard us talk about how Jesus makes us new and the work of God's Spirit inside of, your, inside of your life, but maybe you're having trouble accepting that for yourself. And I want you to look at what Paul says. If you have that Bible there, you can underline that. He says, if anyone is in Christ. If anyone is in Christ, church. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what addictions have been in your past. It doesn't matter what you've done that you think, no, this is what separates me from God. Maybe you're visiting here today and, and you feel like, I shouldn't even belong in church. Like, I sh shouldn't even be here. I don't have a relationship with God. And to you, Paul would remind you, if anyone is in Christ, it doesn't matter who you are, that God has come and he's, he's offering you this gift of free life, of new life to change and to transform you, to do something new inside of you. Anyone means you. It means that you can come to Christ. That's the vision of our church. That's what God does to each and to every one of us. He's making people and places new. He's taking our old self, and he's allowing us to be changed and transformed, and he's making us new. But the beauty of this is that it's not just a one-time process. It doesn't just happen at one point in our life, and all of a sudden, we're new. See, like so many of us, you're like that Hot Wheels tricycle. And maybe you've come to Christ at some point, and, and there's all of that excitement there, but maybe life has broken you. Something heavy, some burden has sat down on you, and, and your life gets broken again. See, the beauty of what Paul is talking about isn't just a one-time thing. It's a continual process in our life. God changes us. He continually makes us new. See, maybe you've been sitting here for years now. Maybe you've come for over 20 or 30 years. Maybe you've been in church all of your life. See, for you, Paul is reminding you this morning, God's still working on you. He's not done yet. It doesn't matter what you did this week, this morning. God wants you to know that you can be made new, that you can continue to be transformed into God's image. See, that's the heart of our church. That's what God is calling us towards as a church, that it's a constant process, God is making us new. And we're seeing that. Just what you saw this morning of people taking that step in baptism. The stories that are behind the people that were being baptized and Dave baptizing his kids. It's people changing their legacy. It's not just accepting maybe what even they received, what they grew up with, but it's saying, God, I believe that you can be the difference maker. 
God, I believe that you can bring change every week on those prayer cards, on those celebration cards. We have people writing in about addictions that are being broken in their life. Drugs that were holding people in bondage, and now God is bringing freedom. See, that's the heart of our churches. God is making people in places new. It's to anyone. Last week, if you were here, we ended service with the time of just saying, hey, we want to hear what God is speaking to us. And if God is speaking something to you, just come forward and give this to one of our pastors. And I want to share with you something that someone wrote that is just a powerful picture of God making people new. This is what it says. Thank you, NCC, for teaching me to pray every day. I want to give this to one of the pastors. See, I am in kindergarten. I'm just six years old, but I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy that me and my mom chose NCC. It's April 24, 2016. I love NCC. I never want to leave. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. And then she wrote her name. And that's what God does. It's anyone. See, you don't have to be from a certain background. You don't have to be a certain age. You don't have to have come to church for a while. See, it's anyone that is willing to receive that gift. God changes us and transforms us. He makes us new. And that difference, that vision that God has given us as a church of making people in places new, as God starts to work on the inside of us, it makes a difference in other areas of our life. We believe that. It's not just people being made new, but it's places being made new, places being changed and transformed. And we see this in the book of Revelation. In Revelation chapter 21, verse 5, if you still have your Bible open, you can turn there. It's on page 603. It's in the very back of that Bible. And this is some of the last words that are recorded in Scripture that are recorded in the Bible. And this man named John, he's having this vision. And at the end of this book, Jesus is speaking to him. And Jesus gives him these words and tells him to write down. And this is what it says in Revelation 21, verse 5. And he who was seated on the throne, he's talking about Jesus, said, Behold, I am making all things new. And he said, Write these words down, for they are trustworthy and true. See, behold, I am making all things new. If you come here often to NCC, you see this every week. Maybe you haven't noticed it as much, but every week, as you walk through these doors right above there, there's pictures of people from our church that God has changed, that God has transformed. And then there's that scripture verse right there. Behold, I am making all things new. Because we believe that, that the change that happens inside of us isn't just contained in our life. Let me just take a moment and think, if you're a follower of Christ, what God has done and the difference that that has made in your family, in your marriage, at your workplace, we believe that, that God is changing us and the difference in us alters our community. See, he says that, behold, I am making all things new. And so what he's talking about, this change, this gift of new life that he's given us, not only affects us, but it affects those around us. So church, we believe this. What we're celebrating this morning, the difference, the life change that's happening, shouldn't only affect us. It should make a difference in your school students. Your classroom should be different. Church, your family should be different. Your workplace should be different. Your neighborhoods should be different because of the change that Christ has made inside of you. It should alter and affect everywhere around you. Behold, I am making all things new. 
not just on a Sunday morning in a church building, all things new. God is changing and transforming. That's the heart of our church. That's the vision. That's what we pray for. God, what you're doing in this place, God, every Sunday morning, let it affect everyone throughout the week. Let it change and transform, God, the way that we are at work, the way that we speak to one another. God, use it to make a difference. And we believe that about our church. That's why this video that you saw right before we gave this morning is so powerful because that difference, that new life, it's affecting foster kids. It's affecting kids that are orphans. What you're doing, the change that God has made in your life, your willingness to give, it's affecting other people around you. Church, it's affecting MISD homeless students because we're partnering with the school because of what we do every August. It affects thousands of families with the back-to-school fair as we give out backpacks, as we invite doctors in, as we resource with vision screenings and dental screenings, all of these things. The change that God has made in your life, the difference that God is doing right here in this church, it's making all things new. It's altering Mesquite and Balt Springs and Forney and Terrell in Rockwall, all of this surrounding area, Garland in East Dallas, the change that God is making in your life, it should affect everywhere around you. That's what God has called our church to do, making people and places new. Church, that's our prayer this morning, that God would continue to do that in our life. Not just the one-time thing, but over and over again, God would change us the people that you're praying for, family members, that you guys are writing their names on that prayer card, that we're joining with you in prayer, that one day they're going to walk in the doors of this church. God's going to get a hold of them. God's going to speak to them. Their eyes are going to be open to the gift of God, and they're going to receive that new life that Paul is talking about. That one day this city, it's going to look totally different even than it does now. The hope that's going to be in this place the ministry that's going to be happening, the doors that God is going to open in this community, in this surrounding area, because of the vision that God has given our church. He's calling us to make people and places new. Church, I want to pray for us this morning. I'm going to ask if you would bow your head and close your eyes. And I just want to take a moment and ask, if there's anyone in this room and you've maybe not taken that first step of allowing God to change you. Maybe you've been trying to fix your life on your own, in your own strength. You've been trying to do it by yourself and this morning you're realizing even while I'm talking that your life is broken, that it's not what it should be. This morning I'm here to tell you just what we read in that verse, it's for you. God wants to take your old life and erase it, take it away, and he wants to offer you a brand new start. He wants to offer you this opportunity of new life. And if that's you, if you're in this room and you're saying, Aaron, that's me, I want that relationship with God. I want that brand new start. Aaron, I need that gift that God is offering. If that's you, I'm going to ask you in a moment to get up out of your seat and to come forward to the altar. I want to just pray a prayer with you that Christ would do that in your life. The word of God says we're all there. We've all messed up at some point. We've destroyed our relationship with God. We've missed God's mark and God's plan for our life. And we can't fix it on our own. So God had this plan. He sent his son. He died on the cross so that we could know his forgiveness. So that we could experience that new life. 
And if that's you with no one looking around, but you're saying, Aaron, I need that change. If that's you, would you just stand up right where you're at and come forward and meet me right here at the altar? I want to pray for you. Anyone at all, we'll wait just one moment. Thank you. Church, I'm going to ask if we would all pray this prayer together, whether you're saying it for the first time, whether you say it, said it before, repeat this after me. Jesus, I come to you. I need a fresh start. I need you in my life. So this morning, I ask for you to come in my heart. Change me. Transform me. Give me a new life. Be the Savior of my life. Be the Lord of my life. Make me new. And I pray this in your name. Amen. Church, can we just put our hands together and celebrate this morning? And while they take a quick moment and they just pray together, I'm going to ask all of us to just close the service together in prayer. And we want to pray just that what we saw this morning in baptisms and in celebration, even here at the end of service and God changing in salvation, that that would continue throughout this week. That the difference that God makes in us would begin to affect everywhere that we go. That we would live out this vision that God has called us to of making people and places new in our workplace and in our school, in our families, that God would do that in and through us. So church, pray with me this morning. Just ask God to use your life this week to impact others, and let's pray together. God, thank you. Lord, I want to say thank you this morning that you change us. Lord, that even though our lives are broken, many times, God, you come and you offer us new life. You offer us your gift of salvation. And this morning, Lord, I pray for each and every one of us that this week, Lord, that we would live that out. Lord, to students that are in our schools, Lord, that are hurting, that are going through things, Lord, help us to be an example of you, Lord. Let us take that new life into our schools, God, in our workplaces with coworkers, with family members that are struggling and that are hurting, God. Help us to be that new life, Lord. God, to people that are close to us, that God are ignoring your truth, I pray this week, Lord, as we pray for them, as we live out, God, the truth of your gospel, that it would change them, begin to open up their hearts, Lord. Use us, God, to make our cities, Lord, to make our communities, to make our families new, Lord. We pray that in your name. Amen. Amen. What a great